Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And we're back to business as usual in Texas. 73 degrees yesterday. <laughs> I know. 73. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a swing uh, from negative five. Minus, yeah, it's five at, below at your house. Five below at my house. And then 129 mm. hours later, 73. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, snow melted when we're... Uh, yeah. We're back to normal now, pretty much. Uh, I think everybody's power is back. Are there still people without power? There may be in some pockets, but I think generally speaking, uh, the crisis seems to have subsided. I think we're out of the woods now, at least. TV's robbed down the hall there. It was out of power Sunday through Thursday. Oh, my gosh. And he never left his house, apparently, during that entire time. Must have been cold. Said he could see his breath inside the house. Right, Rob? Oh, jeez. Ugh. Is that true, Rob? Yeah, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds sounds terrible. Yeah. We got down to, in my house, probably 50 at one point. It might have been 50. But the power would come back on, warm it up a teeny bit, and then it's back off again. So I guess some people are getting bills right. of $5,000 for the week. I saw 30000 mentioned. Oh, 30? And what's 30, happening is this auto-draft bullcrap. Wow. It's... What... What is causing that? First of all, never set yourself up for auto draft for instances like this. That's crazy. And so, I mean, you're. What do you do about it? You're at the mercy of a computer. Well, you're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go to the power company and and see if they'll work something out with you. I I, think they're. I would think they're going. Yeah, this is a mistake. Yeah, I hope so. But it's happening all over the state. I mean, do you pay a hookup fee every time they reconnect your power? Is that what's happening here? And so the 30 or so times that they, I don't know. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, I, I, I don't either. I, I think some of it is price gouging. Uh, I think some people who had power the whole time, the power companies were kind of taking advantage and saying, yeah, uh, guess what? It's $1,500 per kilowatt hour now. In fact, that is what the feds said to Texas they could do in order to increase to maximum power. There were a couple of reasons for for the uh, nightmare that we experienced last week, uh, as far as energy is concerned. One of which is the unreliable, renewable energy nonsense. Because it all froze. We had the wind turbines freeze and snow-covered solar panels. Got no power from them. Okay, So uh, Texas, strangely enough, Probably has more power uh, from renewables than any other state. We get about 20% from wind. So that's shut down. That's gone. However, Governor Abbott asked the uh, Department of Energy to allow us to increase our capacity to the max. And they asked on Sunday before it got dire. Right. Can we, can we increase? Because we can handle 110%. And so... He went to the feds because you, you because of their pollution regulations. <laughs> uh, you can't normally do that, but this was a special circumstance. He declared an emergency, and so he said, "Hey, uh, how about you let us go to maximum power so we can service everybody?" No, not unless you increase uh, the price to fifteen hundred dollars per kilowatt hour. What? Uh, okay, well, not doing that. So, 
that all of that when you when you understand what was going on last week makes the Schumer comment Chucky Schumer the Senate majority leader it makes it all the more intolerable uh here's what he had to say about Texas um the bottom line is Texas thought it could go at it alone and built a system mm-hmm. that ignored climate change. It was not what's called oh resilient. So and pause now it Texas for a second. Is paying the price. Uh, we built a system that ignores climate change. We've got wind turbines that supply 20% of our energy. Between the turbines and the solar, we probably have more renewable energy than any other state in the country. We should look that up. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else get 20%? From wind? What is he talking? He doesn't even know what he's talking about. All right, let it go. (laughs) That ignored climate change. It was Uh, what's called resilient. And now Texas is paying the price. I hope they learn the lesson. When we build power, when we build anything now, we have to take into account that climate change is real (laughs) or people will be caught the way the people in Texas were. Can you believe this giant human turd? This total and complete buffoon. Yeah, we did learn something. Uh, we learned that, as always, your global warming BS is the dumbest hoax in the history of this planet. That's one of the things we learned. He has the unmitigated gall during a time when in Texas, it's we're in the single digits or in some cases below zero. It hasn't happened for, you know... A century. And now here we are, in the midst of global warming, having this kind of cold snap. <laughs> I get, and it's global warming. <laughs> that's, that's what's so fun. Mm-hmm. And we also learned that your so-called renewable energy is worthless when you need it the most. And we learned that because of you and all the global warming douchebags that place your Gaia religion above people, people actually died as a result. Yeah, we learned a lot. We learned a lot, Chucky. What did you learn uh, during Superstorm Sandy? How, how about if Ted Cruz had badmouthed New Yorkers the way you badmouthed Texas and Texans? It's just, wow, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, 888-900-3393. Here's your breakdown for Texas. All right. This is from the Comptroller of Texas. Natural gas is uh, over 47%. Next in line is coal at 20.3%. Wind is right at (laughs) 20.0%. Nuclear is Mm 10.8%. Solar, 1.1%. Hydro, 0.2%. Biomass, what's that, poop? Yeah, probably. 0.1%. And then other is around 0.1%. Whatever that is. So the nuclear thing was a problem too, because some button froze on, yes. on the nuclear plant. Yeah. <laughs> so there's thirty percent of our electricity we lost right off the bat in in well, you know, the clean energy. M- more than that, because a more solar is is, you know, one point one. Oh yeah. So right, right. Anyway, so it's thirty one, thirty two percent. Hydro was probably frozen. I don't probably. know. I have no idea. So we were over 30% was locked down at one point. And then the D- Department of Energy says, no, sorry. Yeah. Uh, you can't do what you need to and, do. And that sucks. Absolutely. Uh, federal government, like who really <laughs> controls the Texas electrical grid at the end of the day? It's the federal, federal government. government. But I'm sorry. Greg Abbott, just say, screw you. 
You know, yeah, deal with it right. later. Yes. Screw you. We're powering up every possible energy source. You can send in your National Guard or the Army or whatever if you want to. All right. He, he, when push comes to shove, man, he disappoints. He has been lately. He's been pretty disappointing. We, I mean, we've touted, we've praised him up and down for the last several years. Yeah. Ever since he's been in office, we, we loved him. But wow. Think about that. It's been though. a different deal lately. It's when times are good, when things uh-huh. are going normal. Greg Abbott is the gold standard. But you get a pandemic or or an ice age setting in. <laughs> Again, he didn't do anything wrong with this whole electricity thing, but No. The one who you can thumb your nose at the DOE. The one who you can point the blame at, of course, is Ted Cruz. He's the one who yes. did something wrong. Thank you. I'm glad he you went said to Cancun it. when he should have been crawling up in our attics <laughs> and fixing our pipes, bastard. Right? Instead, what's he doing? He's in Cancun, warming himself, getting some sun, getting a tan. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you want to pull that, Teddy, be sure to uh, switch parties. Then yeah. get on your flight. Right. And then you become immune for the week. Then you'd be fine. You see? And and, and why is Joe Biden backing out on visiting us? I mean, there he could actually do something. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ted Cruz is not, ironically enough, being the Texas senator, can't really do anything. Whereas the president of the United States could. Anyhow. Yeah. And, I mean, Ted Cruz is left to encouraging companies not to gouge their customers. That kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's he going to do? What's he going to do in this crisis? Again, he's not going to fix your pipes. I'm sorry. He's not going to do that. Uh, so he's not going to mandate to a company that they do something because he can't. Uh, you know, the gov- the governor is the person in charge of doing something in a state of an emergency like that. And, and he tried to do a few things, as Keith mentioned. Uh, he should have just done it. And then beg forgiveness rather than ask permission. There you go. And then we wouldn't have been in the situation we were in last week. Um, but, uh, to blame all of this, I mean, they're still hammering Cruz <laughs> on him going to Cancun. Jeez. Yeah. Man. Now they're saying your family has to quarantine for 14 days for you can get your girls back into school. Man. Uh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Did the family come back with him or did he, I think he came back alone. He's back right? here and he is doing what I said. He's out there passing out water bottles, yeah. chopping up brisket yep. and of all this course. stuff. And <laughs> of course, he's just getting mocked care, right? because they're like, oh, okay, I see. It's a photo op. Yep. You can't win when you got an you R after your name, bro. Cannot win. <laughs> you can't win. If you admit to doing something wrong, and that's what you've done when you've apologized, they, that's just blood in the water to them. But to the people who understand, to the people who are, are going to support you anyway... Uh, you don't need to apologize because we know you didn't do anything wrong. And to the left, your apology only means that you confess that you did something wrong. That's all it means. So, anyway, he is encouraging these energy companies to take it easy on people because uh, the Texans, some of them, who were able to turn on the lights or keep their refrigerator running, had bills, like we mentioned, of up to $5,000 or $30,000 in some cases. And so he's trying to he's trying to correct that. He tweeted out, this is wrong. No power company should get a windfall because of a natural disaster. And Texans shouldn't get hammered by ridiculous rate increases for last week's energy debacle. State and local regulators should act swiftly to prevent this injustice. 
Uh, separately, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton ha- issued a civil investigation uh, demanding power companies regarding their outages, their emergency plans. He wants a list of their pricing and say, says that the companies grossly mishandled the weather emergency. Yeah, the ones who grossly mishandled it was was the federal government. That's that's who did this to us, really. Surprise! That's who did it to us. At the end of the day, thank you. you. Can follow government incompetency to the end of the path. Yeah, and what do they care? They don't care. They weren't here. Uh, they're in Washington D.C. and they're safe and and they're having nice dinners with lobbyists and they're fine. But hey, at least our you know it didn't pollute the air. Last right, week, right. So that's good. Right, because I would hate to pollute the air if it means my family is warm and safe and right. no damage to my house or for anything a, for about five days. Yeah, yeah. You can't have that kind of pollution going on, though. Thank you. Because I'm not trading. I'm not trading my family's comfort for uh, for that. Okay, planet comes first, Pat. Right. That's exactly right. Okay. The planet comes first. <clears throat> So there's not going to be a planet for your family if you don't shut yeah, off the power shut plant. Shut up! <laughs> shut up! That's that's the bullcrap excuse they'll use too. <laughs> I mean, can you believe the stupid, the butt stupidity it takes to stand there during this crisis and harp on global warming? <laughs> it's incredible. You know what? I can't. It's incredible. Now. I actually I can at this yeah, point in our history. That's true. I'm there. I can totally believe this is happening to us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Uh, I've, good. I've, I've, I, I have I have accepted it. <laughs> we are in hell, and every Ooh. week is more maddening than the week before. Yeah. So what's this week going to bring, Pat? Oh well, it's already bringing lots of fun, uh, lots of racial fun, which we're going to get to in a minute. Mm. Uh, but let me tell you about, uh, let's show you Jen Psaki when she's asked why Biden, uh, speaking of power and power grids, why is Biden Biden allowing China to be anywhere near our electrical grid? Here's what uh, Jen Psaki and then I'll come said. To you, sir, go ahead. Thanks, Jen. Um, in an executive order that the president signed last week, he also suspended a Trump administration executive order that was particularly aimed at keeping foreign countries, specifically China, from interfering in the U.S. power grid. Hmm. But he suspended that for 90 days in that executive order last week. Given what you've said about China today, why did he do that? Especially related to something so critical to our national security as the power grid. Interesting. I'll have to. I think the president's Uh, view on on our relationship with China, I I, uh, tried to do my best to convey to all of you. I'll have to check on that specific piece, and we'll we'll circle back with you directly. (laughs) Sure enough she's uh, gonna circle back <laughs> on the china question <laughs> seriously one of the first things you do when you get into office that's a priority giving foreign countries access to i don't understand that at all i don't either i don't either but i'll have to circle back to you on the okay you did that seriously that particular piece i don't i don't have right now okay, but i'll well, circle back to you have you looked in your all in right. your book there jen can you no can you i can't flip lift the around pages. and maybe I, I can't lift they're the laminated page. though they're heavy they're heavy this morning okay. so i can't i mean but it's sitting on the podium just... i haven't had my wheaties uh so let me just circle back to you i'll have that information later on after you've forgotten about it uh, yeah <laughs> and it'll never <laughs> come up again yeah it'll never come up again and you'll never know the answer because i'm really not going to circle back i'm going to semi-circle around it you know, until I'm just over there. Uh, 
180 80 degrees but, but away we're from you. over here waiting yeah, for the right, answer right and, so, and now you're gonna be over there be over there gonna, so it's like yeah a, like a semicircle back semicircle yeah. okay well <laughs> um another question is why does Jen Psaki, why is she exempt from wearing a mask inside a federal building? Huh. Isn't that, that's an interesting question. You're going to circle back on that one too, Jen? circle back. All right. Yeah. That'll be good. All right. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Built Bar. Just had me one of these this morning. This very morning I had the uh, salted caramel. So delicious. Yeah, I had a drawer full of uh, Built Bars uh, before I left for my surgery and I come back and it looks like Jeffy has helped himself. Oh, did he really? So uh, <laughs> can we circle back on getting me some more Built Bars in here? We'll circle back on that, yeah. <laughs> uh, you're going to love these. Yes. They're 110 to 160 calories, 16 to 20 grams of protein. So they're actually pretty good for you and uh, they taste as good or better than a candy bar. Yes, they do. In a zillion different flavors. Um, and so just try a bunch of them. I've got, we have so many. Uh, I mean, let me circle back on some. Do you uh-huh. like Cherry Barcia? I'm, I'm in. Yeah? All right. There's Cherry, cherry Barcia. Barcia. <laughs> uh, then there's the Caramel Brownie. Oof. I'm, I'm in for that as well. The Double Chocolate. Uh-huh. I'm going to put you on the spot. Everything you say, Yummy. I'm in on. And then, uh, yep, whatever it is, I know Bill yes. Bar is well enough to know oh, the that German whatever chocolate cake that's I'm supposed in to be for really that as good. well. Whoops, really, really yeah. good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's all kinds of coconut flavors that people seem to be absolutely married to. I'm not a huge coconut fan myself, but the coconut ones are, uh, from what everybody says, delicious. Uh, they're all covered in 100% chocolate oh. built bar, they're fantastic. Don't give up on your resolu- resolution to eat better. Built Bar can help you do it. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code PAT20. That will get you 20% off your next order. Promo code PAT20 for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. It is. That's a really good point. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, in addition to things getting back to normal, as far as the weather is concerned, I think for most of the most of the country, right? Yeah, a lot of melting going on. Lots. Yeah. Uh, so in some places, I'm guessing there's going to be some flooding, which is unfortunate. Because man, when it melted here, it melted fast. As it will do at 73 degrees. It's a lot. It's a lot of mud out there. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I'm just scanning the U.S. temperature map right now. Well. Okay, you're at uh, three degrees in northern Maine. Ooh. Sorry, Maine. It always sucks for you up there mm-hmm. as far as the weather goes. And uh, But Minnesota's 24 is the cold spot there. A lot different than it was a week ago at this time. Very much so. All right. Uh, race is going to be a big issue today and this week, apparently. Now, we, uh, we realized last week from our president, President Joe Biden, that uh, blacks and Hispanics can't access the internet. They just don't know how. Um, so they they need some help. They need some help in that regard. And uh, we have a black man who posted a video to show just how difficult it is for some of these minorities to get on the internet or do something with their computer. A lot of people don't know how to register. Not everybody in the community, <laughs> the Hispanic and the African-American community, particularly in... Uh, don't don't uh, eat it, man. All areas that are distant and <laughs> no, or you don't inner eat city districts know how to use, know how to get online to determine Whoa, he's a little scared how to of get it. in yeah. line oh, for man. that COVID vaccine. <laughs> <laughs> that 
is genius. Brilliant. Absolutely. So if you're listening to the podcast or the audio stream on Blaze Radio, (laughs) it's a uh, black man who has his shirt off. And he's crawling around on the floor looking <laughs> at the laptop like it's some sort of strange object that fell from the sky. <laughs> and approaching it with great caution. Yeah. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that is great stuff. <clears throat> yep. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> although it wouldn't be handled the same way if it was Trump who had said something like that. No, sir. You know, it'd be, it'd be a lot of vitriol. There'd be a lot of hate. Uh, but, but for some reason, because it's Joe Biden, he can get away with this just stuff. Joe being Joe, Pat. Yeah, just Come Joe. On. Come on now. He didn't mean nothing by it. Uh-huh. Uh, there's more proof, apparently, oh. that minorities just can't figure out the internet. Oh, no. Uh, here's a little more. Hey, minorities. Do you struggle with basic tasks like getting on the internet? It's doing everyday things, wearing you down. Well, struggle no more with our latest invention. Introducing the Personal Democrat Assistant. Oh. From the creators of True Internet and Pressure, the PDA will help you accomplish the most basic tasks so you can spend more time accusing white people of being racist. Can't understand how to use the internet? It has your back. Can't pick which ethnic group to attack? No worries. Can't decide what to eat for dinner? It knows exactly what you like. Oh, we man. guarantee you'll love your new PDA. Order now. A we'll bucket of fried chicken. From our CEO. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Don't miss out on this special deal. Call 1-800-UANTBLK to get your PDA today. That's 1-800-UANTBLK. Call now. You ain't, you ain't black. You ain't black. <laughs> so good. Wow. Oh. At least somebody's taking note. Some minorities have taken note that that's incredibly insulting and racist. Mm-hmm. Come on. But for white people who don't understand how racist they really are, uh, there's some additional help that we've got available to us now as well. I guess, I guess uh, Glenn talked about this a little bit on Friday, um, about the, the eight white identities. Uh, there is a regime or a regimen a regiment uh, of whiteness, and there are action-oriented white identities. People who identify with whiteness are one of these. It's about time we build an ethnography of whiteness. Oh, boy. Since white people have been the ones writing about and governing others. Yeah, this is New York City Public Schools distributing this. Oh, good. Okay, so this is from the Slow Factory Foundation. Uh, so there's a spectrum of white identities that goes from white supremacist to white voyeurism. <laughs> what in the does that world? mean? You're just you're watching other minorities, or what are you doing with? Uh, they got definition. Then there's white. Oh, okay, do they? Yeah? yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Here's a little little helpful guide as to what these are. So obviously white supremacist. Okay. Clearly marked white society that prefer. Pre- preserves names and values white superiority. Okay. I don't know anybody like that. I don't know a single values person like white, that. Okay. Uh, white voyeurism <clears throat> wouldn't challenge a white supremacist, desires non-whiteness because it's interesting, <laughs> pleasurable, <laughs> seeks to control the consumption and appropriation of non-whiteness, fascination with culture, uh, example, consuming black culture without the burden of blackness. Well, that seems wrong. Uh, Rachel, what's her name? Dola, 
remember that? Uh, what was her name? Rachel Dole. Dolezal? Dolezal, yeah. Uh, white privilege. May oh, critique supremacy, heard of that one. but a deep investment in questions of fairness, equality, under the normalization of whiteness and the white rule. Sworn goal of diversity. <clears throat> uh, number four is white benefit. Oh, white benefit. Okay, here we go. You're sympathetic to a set of issues, but only privately. You won't speak or act in solidarity publicly because benefiting through whiteness in public, you know, some POCs are in this category as well. Some POCs. Persons of color. Okay, right. <coughs> uh, now we're to number five. Number Wh- five. White confessional. Oh. Some exposure of whiteness takes place, but as a way of being accountable to people of color after seek validation from people of color. All right. Man, there is nothing you could do that's right No, as a white person. No, we, we have. It doesn't matter what you do. You try to please them. Nope, sorry, that's wrong. We have learned. You try not to please them. That's really wrong. Uh, you try to just be somewhere in the middle. That's still wrong. There's nothing you can do if you're white. You cannot please anybody. Uh, so that's white confessional. Okay. White critical, number six, take on board critiques uh, of whiteness and invest in exposing and marking the white regiment. Refuses to be complicit with the regime. Mm. Whiteness speaking back to whiteness. <laughs> huh. All right. Okay. White traitor, and number oh, seven, actively bad. refuses complicity. Oh, how could these people exist? Names what's going on. Intention is to subvert white authority and tell the truth at whatever cost. Oh, That's not good enough, by the way. Need them to dismantle institutions. Okay. Oh, you need them. You need them. Oh, they're a to tool. Dismi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We need white traitors. <laughs> so these are traitors to the white race. I see. Yeah. I guess. And then number eight, the white abolitionist. Is this the person who wants to abolish white people? Is that what that is? That what that is? I'm thinking yes. Changing institutions. Yes. Dismantling whiteness. <laughs> yeah. And not allowing whiteness to reassert itself. Good gosh. Can you? All right. If you were to just substitute the word black for every, every single person, place it says white uh what do you have here you have the kkk thank you that's what you have what you you have you talk about uh supremacy that i mean you just try that or hispanic or asian just substitute another race and what do you have you have the most racist document i've probably ever seen so you got to get rid of whiteness is the bottom line just get rid of it god Bye bye. And they're just saying it in the open, like it's perfectly normal and acceptable. But in order to do this, you're going to have to get not not just government and educational institutions behind this. Probably corporate, you know, businesses, companies will have to to weed out whiteness wherever they find it. Right? Yeah. Yep. Uh, also. This Coke thing is unbelievable. Sure, that's what I mean. You know, you got to have diversity <sighs> training at your place of business. Coca-Cola is the latest among us to have their diversity training documents. Well, but revealed. it makes sense, Keith, because they're trying to help us be less white. Mm. You know what I mean? Okay. So they're trying to be helpers. <laughs> We're confronting racism. Okay. Understanding what it means to be white and challenging what it means to be racist. There it is for you. 
All right, so these are the images from Coke's diversity training. All right, what else you got? It's been making the rounds here in the U.S. and other Western nations. White people are socialized to feel that they're inherently superior because they're white. Really? (laughs) Seriously? Okay. Well, do you have some tips on on maybe how I could be less white? Less white? Yeah, help me out. I do, yeah. I I do have some tips. To be less white is to be less oppressive... To be less arrogant. Okay. To be less certain. So don't believe in yourself? Mm-hmm. Okay. To be less defensive. Uh-huh. To be less ignorant. <laughs> be more humble. Uh-huh. Listen. Believe. Break with apathy. And break with white solidarity. Now, if you can do some of these things, you'll be less white than you currently are now. Which, of course, is a good thing. Again, substitute the word mm-hmm. black and see what you have there. Be less white. So are they suggesting maybe someone put on makeup on their face? And, and then, then you'd get yelled at for going in blackface. Yes, you would. Oh, so, you get more than yelled at. So what are you... You wouldn't get to work anymore. What's a, what's a person to do to be... How do you... Man. I, madness, dude. And this that's from Coca-Cola. Is, yeah. You know how you can be less white? Um, drink less Coca-Cola. That's how. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's time for consequences from some of this garbage. You're right. Coke deserves it. Coke deserves a boycott. Uh, huh. This is despicable on their part. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Uh, got some tweets here. Pat Gray's tweets are here. Uh, from B to Bodine, don't jump the gun on the crisis being averted, Pat. Remember, we're just a week and a half away from the Pat Gray New Year, and we all know what happened oh. last year. Uh, circling back for coffee, M, I want to know if there are roads between Pat's house and Ted Cruz's house. <laughs> well, he's in Houston, so uh, yeah, I think so. Hmm. Wait, but I'm so. closer, and there's not a road between my house and No, I know. That's weird, right? That's weird. Uh, from Dr. Puddin. That's, that'd be Dr. Jill Puddin. Thank you. Um, <laughs> hey, Chucky, please explain why Texas is awesome and New York has masked no music dancers frolicking on the streets. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, uh-huh. uh, we got the poll results from last week. Oh, yes. We asked you uh, which... What was it? Which is more bizarre? More bizarre. Was that our question? Yeah, we had the New York City uh, street dancers. and the, oh. They look like this. Notice there is no music happening there. That we was dumb. We need a recovery that brings back the life All and right. the heart and the energy of this no. city. Get and away. that everyone gets to be a part of. Oh, I look at that. that. That's embarrassing. It That's embarrassing. end of the world. And then there was the uh, weird sport in Senegal. Did we ever figure out what that was? This patty cake Yeah, we decided it was patty cake. Patty, patty cake. <laughs> Oh, well, that's a draw. <laughs> you don't know how this is scored, Keith. Uh, you're right. You don't know. Is eye contact, you get a point for that, and you definitely don't get points for wardrobe. This goes on for two minutes, and then they just walk back to the center of the ring, and then it's over, I, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe something, at least the clip is over. You, you got to believe there's some wrestling thing after this. I don't know. You got to believe. Oh, this is All intense, right. though. Is this are they gonna be in the Olympics? Tokyo Olympics gonna have patty cake? Yes. Pit patty cake? Yes. Okay, sand pit patty cake. 
So New York City art actually won the more bizarre, uh, 64 to 36%. Mm. 64-36. And I think what that is is your tax dollars at work. I think I think yeah. I think uh, I think so too. Pat yeah. heads are going. Look, somebody's paying for this in America. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. We got this from uh, Hogasm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey Coke. Uh, it's try to be less white. If if I try to be less white, you'll uh, you'll probably you will then accuse me of cultural appropriation. Isn't that the truth? Isn't that the truth? That's a great point. What is a white person supposed to do now? I'm serious. There's nothing tongue-in-cheek about this. Be less white, don't cultural appropriate. Right. Right. Help us. They don't... Again, there's nothing a white person can do. Nothing. uh, To satisfy. You're just going to hate me. The self-loathing whites and the progressives and everybody else. It's usually not even... I don't think it's even the minorities that are insisting on this. It's usually the elite whites insisting that whites be less white. Eh, shut up. Thank it's you. so ridiculous. It's so asinine. And again, I think Coke needs some consequences from this stuff. This isn't the first thing they've done. They're also doing the diversity thing that you must diversify in your uh, corporation in order to be a part of what they do. Like if you want to represent them as a lawyer firm or you want to be their accountant or whatever, they try to they do dictate to you what you must have in your organization in order for them to do business with you. Still talking about Coke? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And now this, and now this weird thing. So bad. So that's it was the other thing, it was the corporate thing that Glenn said, okay, I'm done with Coke. And was boycotting Coca-Cola. I think Coke, we should boycott Coke. I, I think, I mean, this is outrageous. And weirdly, I was at the 7-Eleven across the street uh, mm-hmm. from us this morning and noticed, okay, there's no milk products in any of the grocery stores. Have you noticed that? Have you been to a grocery store lately? I have not. All the milk's gone. All the produce is gone. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of other stuff, but milk and produce, completely gone. So well, that was the case over here in the 7-Eleven, too. All the milk was gone, but so were many of the sodas, including Pepsi. But there was plenty of Coke available interesting i wonder if people are just not no. buying it now already no i would like to think yeah like i would think. like to think yeah okay but so so mm. one of the things we learned last segment here on pat gray unleashed was you got to root out white supremacy right and and you mm-hmm. just gotta there, somewhere you're on the spectrum of of uh well you're a bad whiteness. person somewhere right yes well um apparently it's in places we weren't aware of like, like, like in this tweet here from this doctor, this dietitian lady, yeah, who who kind of warned us, right? White, white dietitian, mm-hmm. uh, please stop saying the Mediterranean diet is the healthiest way to eat. This upholds white supremacy. I'm done. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank you for that. <laughs> Does she make a great point or what? Does she make a great point? <laughs> She doesn't even explain that. Why is it white supremacy? Help us, please, Lord, help us. That's just incredible. Okay. Also, uh, there's this Cartoon Network uh, PSA on race. Uh, Check this out. Your poor kids. Or 
purple? What the? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up a minute here. Ugh, who wrote this? I, I think it kind of does matter that I'm purple. I mean, I'm purple because I'm literally an alien. Well, I'm not an alien, but it definitely matters to me that I'm black. Yeah, it makes a difference that I'm white. I know the two of us get treated very differently. <laughs> I just think it's messed up to compare me being an alien to you two being different races. You're both human. You're you're totally biologically the same. Adding purple people into a lesson about human racism makes no sense. Yeah, that is pretty weird. I think people like the black, white, or purple thing because adding a fantasy race in there helps distract from the actual racism black people have to deal with. Right. My experience with right. fancy black racism is really specific. Yeah. Other people yeah. of color experience other forms of racism, too. But you won't see any of that if you don't see color. Uh-huh. Dude, I so see. this entire public Dude. service announcement could be a ploy to avoid talking about racism altogether. Hey, uh, can we get a rewrite where we appreciate each other without erasing what makes each of us different? Okay, but it's going to add a couple hours to the shoot. I can make yours open. Uh, you were rolling just now, weren't you? Uh-huh. Can't we just slap some graphics on this and call it a day? So now you see color. See color. Be anti-racist. Okay. Oh. So we see. Now we're supposed to see it and realize that there's a difference. I am so confused. So many mixed messages. And now you've got mm. black students at uh, UNC Chapel Hill that want to be segregated from white people. Help so us. now segregation is a yes, good thing. Yes, segregation. So we've good. come full circle in America. Congratulations. <laughs> so now we don't judge people by the content of their character, but, but by the color of their skin, because we're supposed to see the color of their skin and acknowledge the color of their skin. But you need to be less white, though. But we need to be less white. Um, hmm. Okay. <laughs> and it is a good thing now that we're segregating the races. <laughs> because, uh, I don't know, you don't want to be around white people because they're not less white enough? And so help me, if I catch you saying the word Mediterranean diet, if that phrase comes out of your mouth, Mr. White Supremacist... Yeah. It'll be the last time it comes out of your mouth. It's going to be hard to avoid because I've been so into the Mediterranean diet. Right. And now we know why. Being a tool of white supremacy, (laughs) of course. (laughs) I mean, I... We're getting... There's no way to turn. You're you're in a box. Yeah. They don't want you turning this way. They don't want you turning that way. They don't care if your intentions are good. Nope. You just stay right there, Whitey. And don't say a damn thing. That's all it is. Yep. That's what it is. Coke is also testing out their first paper bottle. Hmm. Oh, yum. Good for them. They plan to do a test run of 2,000 paper bottles this summer to see how they perform in the marketplace and with consumers. A prototype was made by a Danish company from an extra long paper shell that contains a thin plastic liner. Hmm. It's the first step in a long-term project, completely ridding plastic from the company's drink containers. Wow. That leadership there has got priorities, man. They've reportedly set a goal of producing zero waste by 2030. Okay. In nine years, they're going to be completely waste-free. If nobody's buying your product, obviously you don't have to make it, and therefore your carbon footprint goes to zero. I'd love for that to be What what I would love to see, and is it wrong of me to want this, is just to to walk down the old uh, soda pop aisle there and uh, see just 
coke leaking out all over the place from these paper boxes. That's what I kind of <laughs> want to see after the stories today. Would that surprise you? Not at all. <laughs> this comes after a charity group called Break Free from Plastic ranked the company as the top polluter of plastic in the world last year. Ooh, that must have hurt them so badly. <laughs> Being the progressives that they are. Mm -hmm. And so now, okay, well, then we're going to do paper bottles. How about that? How about we do mostly paper bottles? We'll be better. Okay. We'll do paper and we'll get white people out of our country. Right. What if we shame white people for being white? What if we do that too? Okay. Uh, Then you'll you'll get off our back, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So great. What do you and your family do to cut back on plastics? Uh, We uh, we have Uh, uh, recently uh switched to drinking uh, water bottles out of uh, water out of uh, when we have water bottles uh, out of a out of a plastic uh, plastic away from plastic towards uh, paper (laughs) um, paper drink box water bottles sort of things box water bottles yeah you and that family of yours Trudeau sure my family's we're doing drink box water bottles that are plastic thingies. thingies you know that's what we're doing yeah so so he, <laughs> his family's doing that but the office that he's in charge of still years later isn't doing that because i love that they're still ordering plastic bottles for his mm-hmm. his uh, government mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a posting on the federal pure procurement website calls for an as-needed bottled water supplier for the huh. department of national defense on an as when as and when requested basis for the period of the standing offer. Mm-hmm. So they made an official the call government contract. to their supplier <laughs> for bottled water. And that's really recent. It's <laughs> not an old piece of paper. That's great. So they, yeah, they this just have, happened. So yeah. they're still doing bottled water. Right. They don't they don't deliver paper box water bottle type thingies to the office just through their home. That's the only place that they can deliver those. This is ridiculous. Hypocrites, man. Oh, my all, gosh. I mean, across all areas, all countries, <laughs> Yep. hypocrites. Yep. All right. Let me tell you about uh, real estate agents I trust. Because if you're looking to, to sell your home or you're buying a home, maybe you're doing both because you're relocating. You need a realtor who can see you through that whole process and a, and a really good one who knows what they're doing. Somebody with a great track record. Somebody who has great marketing plans. And... That's where realestateagentsitrust.com comes in because this is Glenn's company. And so his people have really carefully vetted these agents to make sure they're the best in your area. And they're fans of the show, so you've got that in common right from the get-go. So whether you're buying or selling, these are the people who can help you do it for the most money if you're, if you're selling and in the least amount of time. And if you're buying, to get the most out of your money for your home. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. The name really says it all. realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray. Uh, Harvard researchers now claim COVID-19 wouldn't have been so bad if the United States had paid reparations, <laughs> duh, duh, how many how many times have we said it? You know, had we just paid reparations? <sighs> you say that, I'll, I'll say you say it off the air quite a bit, <laughs> at least once, twice an hour. 
when we go to commercial, we yeah. will, we'll look and we'll see the CNN. Uh, we'll have the COVID numbers, and you'll go, man. If Too we bad we didn't do re- reparations. Rep- so I'm glad that a researcher yeah. is now piggybacking, probably stole what you've been saying. Right. Uh, this this will unite us, I'm sure. Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Researchers at Harvard Medical School claim that reparations could have slashed coronavirus transmission by as much as. 68% in Louisiana. Wait a minute. So now the COVID's in the money? It's in our dollar bills? Oh, we're screwed. If minority American households received as much as... <laughs> <laughs> now, you know... Okay, look, in fairness to the researchers, when you were, were, mm. were, were bellyaching mm-hmm. about no reparations caused this, mm-hmm. you never put a number on it. I didn't. These That's guys the, did. They did. They did. Aha! If they would have received $850,000 each prior to the pandemic, they wouldn't have gotten they wouldn't have gotten the disease. I wouldn't have either cuz I would have been so far from anybody else. Jeez, man. <laughs> A group of scholars led by Dr. Eugene Richardson and Dr. Momin Malik yeah. looked at differences in frontline work and overcrowded housing by race and used it to compare Louisiana, racially and socioeconomically diverse state. With South Korea, a more racially and economically homogenous country, nice. their peer-reviewed study was published by the academic journal Social Science and Medicine. The authors proposed a reparation plan for descendants of slaves in the amounts of 800000 per household or 250000 per person, mm. mm-hmm. which they claim could have lessened the spread of coronavirus by helping eliminate the racial wealth gap. Sure. No, no rich people got COVID nineteen. Am I right? Is that how it worked? Uh, well, except for Glenn and Tanya Beck, yeah. uh, I'd say they qualify as wealthy. Yeah, Tom Hanks got it. Tom Hanks got it. He qualifies yeah. as wealthy. Yeah. So I'm not sure. Not a- Though most proposals for reparations have generally been limited to the descendants of people enslaved in the United States, the researchers wrote all Black Americans, both those descended from persons enslaved in the U.S. and those who are recent immigrants mm. to the U.S have a moral claim to reparations for the effects of ongoing systemic racism. Oh, there it is. I've been waiting for that phrase all morning. We have been so close to it, but we finally got there. Systemic racism, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. Mm -hmm. It was not built into the system. It absolutely was not. The CDC has observed that rates of infection, hospitalization, and fatality due to COVID-19 are higher among black people than Caucasians. Hispanics and Asian Americans. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a racist virus, obviously. Thank you. Oh, wait. Now, let's start marketing it like that. Mm-hmm. Then we can all unite. And then we can unite and squash this thing. <laughs> Plus, more than 35% oh. of adults in Louisiana are obese, compared with just 4% of South Korean adults. Oh, that's what it is. So if they had $850,000, yep. obviously they'd eat less. They uh, wouldn't be skinny. <laughs> am I right? It's obvious if you got all the money in the world to spend on food, you're not going to. I don't follow <laughs> this study at all. <laughs> oh, it's asinine. Uh, we got more, though, on the way. Pat Gray Unleashed. And welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Uh, got some tweets here. Brian Moore tweets, when will the White House need to be called something else? Mm-hmm. All the slave owners and whiteies like Trump that have been living there? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't right. put it past anybody to start 
harping on that, too. Today's joke is literally tomorrow's reality. Mm-hmm. Ask the Babylon Bee. The Steve42 tweets, I knew there was a reason I prefer Dr. Pepper. Uh, from Generic White Male, that Cartoon Network PSA will really piss off people who identify as purple aliens. <laughs> right? Look at that thing. <laughs> That's a... Hey, what's the name of that cartoon? Any idea? Um, Crappy and Friends? Yes, okay. That's it, exactly. <laughs> I have no idea. That's it, exactly. Uh, former NFL star Herschel Walker has testified or is going to testify against the reparations bill. Against it. Mm-hmm. He actually already did. Uh, he says, we we use black power to create white guilt. Uh, he said, my approach is biblical. How can I ask my heavenly father to forgive me if I can't forgive my brother? So great. Mm-hmm. America is the greatest country in the world for me. Melting pot of... A lot of great races, a lot of great minds that have come together with different ideas to make Americans the greatest country on earth. Uh, Many who have died, many have died trying to get into America. No one is dying to get out. (laughs) That's for sure. Reparations. Where does the money come from? Does it come from all the other races except the black taxpayers? Who is black? What percentage of black must you be to receive reparations? Uh, do you go to 23andMe or a DNA test to determine the percentage of blackness? Some American ancestors just came to this country 80 years ago. Their ancestors weren't even here during slavery. Some black immigrants weren't here during slavery, nor their ancestors. Some states don't even didn't even have slavery. I mean, a lot of good questions there from Herschel Walker. Very good stuff. Herschel Walker's awesome. Yeah. Uh, and... How do you resolve any of those issues? Because they're going to try to push this through this time. I really think they've got a good shot at it. Because, you know, all the things that we thought, okay, that's nonsense and everybody knows it. Nope, not so much anymore. I mean, it's still nonsense. It's just that not everybody knows it. (laughs) Yeah. So it makes it really, really (sighs) difficult. Now we turn to uh, COVID-19. Uh, the big celebration on the Drudge Report over the weekend. We hit 500,000 deaths, and uh, they love it when we hit these milestones because they make a huge deal out of it. Yeah, tonight, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are going to mark that number in a ceremony. Yay! Will there be fireworks? Probably. Or, yeah. I mean, that's up late for Joe, too. It's pathetic, yeah. Doesn't he I, go to I bed know. at like 4? Yes. Yes, he does, right after the uh, early bird uh, brunch, I think, that he... Your early bird dinner, which happens at, I don't know, 3.30 or 4 in the afternoon mm-hmm. at the Golden Corral, yeah, well, and then it's right to bed. Yeah, I don't want to chime in too much here. <laughs> <laughs> really? That's my schedule, man. Is it? Okay. Eat at 4, bed by 7, <laughs> good night now. Yeah, but you and I are up pretty early. I yeah. Earlier, I guarantee you, than Joe Biden. I, yeah. Yeah, what time does the nurse wake him up, <laughs> hand him his pills? Uh, right after he's gone to the bathroom for the fourth time. Again, I don't want to chime in too much here. <laughs> but he hasn't gotten up for that. So, um, you know, it's... Um, but they're they're taking precautions on that, I'm sure. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, Governor Christy Nome is discussing uh, masks and mask mandates because people are all upset that she still hasn't 
enforced a mask mandate in her state, South mm. Dakota. Why not? What is going on? What's the matter with you? Here's what she says. Uh, you've been re- resistant to uh, implement uh, mask uh, mandates. Uh, uh, you're skeptical of their efficacy at times. I never said that, Joe. Don't put uh, words in my mouth. Well, humor me here. What I've bit. said is the appropriate mask at the appropriate time utilized correctly and kept sanitary can make a difference. But I also don't believe it's my role to mandate that people wear a mask. Nice. I've left for the entire year it up to personal responsibility to make the best decisions for them and their families, and I'll continue to do that. So now that the CDC awesome. is recommending two masks... Well, the you, CDC you, has yeah, changed the time. their Pause recommendations many, many Yeah, times. stupid. This is the time now that... You sh- she wouldn't mandate one mask, but now that they said two, <laughs> now I'm going to do it. Yes, now, you're right. Yeah, now can I get you into one, Governor? <laughs> Dummy. <laughs> All right, let's see her response. She's great. It has changed their recommendations many, many times. In fact, we've <laughs> seen you. the Thank CDC you. change their recommendations yep. based on political pre- pressure in the past. Oh. I choose to rely on science and data <laughs> and facts. <laughs> And masks can work in certain situations if you're wearing the right kind and you're doing it appropriately. Uh But I'm not going to mandate it. It's not an argument over whether masks work or if they don't work. I've never argued that. What I argue is the mandate. I think the mandate is inappropriate for government to come in and mandate that somebody wear a mask. And I think it's inappropriate for us to shame people who choose not to wear a mask. That's not what America is about, and it's not what South Dakota is about. So no double mask mandates coming. (laughs) Not coming in South Dakota. So um, I will not be doing that. That's for sure. (laughs) I love that. So so no, no double mask mandate. And when they come up with three, the triple mask mandate, you won't do it then either? What about the quadruple mask mandate when that happens? Will you do that one? No. Are you understanding it? She doesn't believe in mandates. Pick any number greater than zero (laughs) and no is the answer. So when they say that you have to use a whole box of surgical masks, all 50 of them at the same time. Oh, Oh, you got to the magic number. Now I'm on board. That's the appropriate number. I've just been waiting for the appropriate number. You didn't ask a specific question. (laughs) My goodness. I mean, it's so stupid. It is such such ridiculousness, if that's a word. Let's look it up. See if ridiculousness. Okay, is I will say that word. was the last uh, question of this long press conference, and she just goes, "Any more questions?" And I'm thinking after that one, I'm thinking they're all mm. just yeah, no, ma'am, no. Yeah, you pretty well covered it. Let's see. Here. Uh, according to Doctor Fauci, masks may still be worn into 2022. Go away, dude. Even as the country relaxes other restrictions to combat uh, COVID-19. Ugh, man. While daily infection rates are coming down dramatically, thousands of Americans still die every day from the virus. Yeah, we got this clip. And less than 15% of the U.S. population has been vaccinated against it. And uh, here's the Dr. Saint to talk about it. You and the president have suggested that we'll approach normality toward the end of the year. What does normal mean? Do you think Americans will still be wearing masks, for example, in 2022? You know, I think it is possible that that's the case. And again, mm-hmm. it really depends on what you mean by normality. If right, normality that's what I want you to define exactly it. exactly the way it... <laughs> <laughs> no, Dana, it's important because if normality means exactly the way things were before we had this happen to us, I, I mean, I can't predict that. I mean, obviously, I think we're going to have a significant 
degree of normality beyond what the, the terrible burden that all of us have been through over the last year. That as we get into the fall and the winter by the end of the year, winter. I agree with the president completely that we will be approaching a degree of normality. It may or may not be precisely the way it was in November of 2019, but it'll be much, much better than what we're doing right now. May I also take note that there is no A in the word winter. Huh. It is not winter. It's, uh, it's winter, but... Be that as it may. Be that as it may. I am not going to wear masks for another year. Let me tell you something. I'm not going to do it. I'm also not going to accept the phrase degree of normality. Mm -hmm. No, I want... I want normalcy. I want October 2019, bro. Right now. Yes, I know. Me too. Let's go to South Dakota. Take the show up there. I was watching uh, uh, the Australian Open over the weekend, and while everybody had masks on, they had a pretty decent... Uh, crowd hmm. inside the stadium for the uh, championship match. Uh, I was pretty impressed, and I I don't know if that means that Australia has yeah. mostly eradicated the disease. You've got a pet head uh, in Australia who's often updating us, and um, it, the mandates, I from my last understanding, hmm. aren't far and wide. There, they're in really you know specific cities. And where they are, they're really cracking down. But I don't know which town this was in. But um, yeah, that's. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think that's. I mean, it was. It was almost like a normal sized crowd. It sounded like it was. It was great to see and to hear. And I just. I mean, I hope Major League Baseball doesn't have to go through another year of nobody in the stands. Uh, that would be. I will say that yours truly plans on being at an Atlanta Braves game real soon. And I was able to order tickets. They haven't delivered them yet. Oh. But I did get an email last week that said, we're going to make a decision soon. Oh, really? On if your tickets are going to be affected by local ordinances and MLB policies and blah, blah, blah. Is it here or is it It's in, in Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know yet if it's going to happen, but uh, MLB wants fans so. in the stands. So hope we'll they see. get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fauci, of course, uh, has won a nice award here. Oh, goody. He was awarded the $1 million Dan David Prize for his defense of science and advocacy of COVID-19 vaccinations. You got nominated for that once, didn't you? Yeah, three times. The, the, yeah, I'm a three-time nominee. Dan David? The Dan David Prize. Prize. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't won it yet, but I've been nominated like three times. You're like the Susan Lucci of Dan yeah. David Prizes. And it's just an honor to be nominated, you know? <laughs> the private Israeli foundation also touted Fauci's lifetime of leadership on HIV research and AIDS. Oh. If you're to read up on <laughs> Fauci's HIV experience, mm-hmm. um, you might not be so excited about it as, uh, as they are at the New York Post. In a statement, the Dan David Prize credited Fauci with courageously defending science in the face of uninformed opposition during the challenging COVID what do you mean? He took both sides of every argument for has. a year. Both sides. As the COVID-19 pandemic unraveled, Fauci leveraged his considerable communication skills to address people gripped by fear and anxiety and worked relentlessly to inform individuals in the United States and elsewhere about the public health measures essential for containing the pandemic spread. In addition, he has widely 
He's been widely praised for his courage in speaking truth to power in a highly charged political environment. What nonsense. (laughs) So much. Jeez. Just go away, Fauci. I mean, here's here's Dr. Fauci as we flash back a bit um, on the unintended consequences of uh, quarantining the sick. Now, I think he's talking about He's talking about Ebola here, right? But he's just talking about quarantines in general. Okay. The issue of quarantines, we now have New York, New, uh, New Jersey, Illinois, three airports there, Newark, JFK, mm-hmm. O'Hare, that do receive, uh, 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 do receive passengers from the impacted countries. They are doing mandatory Looking quarantines. Looking young there. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing we need to do is make sure the primary goal is to protect the American people. Mm. But there are ways to do that that may not necessarily have to go that far at all. Mm. So they've gone too far. Governors well, Cuomo and Christie you know, overreacting? I don't want to be directly criticizing what was what the decision that was made, but we have to be careful that there are unintended consequences. Huh. The best way to stop this epidemic really? is to help the people in West Africa. We do that by sending people over uh-huh. there, not only from the USA, but from other places. We need to treat them, mm. returning people with respect and make sure mm-hmm. that we they're really heroes. So the idea that we're being a little bit draconian, there are other ways to protect. There's monitoring, there's direct monitoring, there, there's active monitoring. We hmm. don't necessarily need to do that. Hmm. Huh. Huh. That's so, interesting. So we treat people from Africa with respect. Huh. But not here. But not Americans. Right. When it comes to right. stopping infectious diseases. Okay. Well, let's flash back again. Uh, here he's talking about the epidemic of fear in the United States. What? What's the most important thing we've learned so far? Well, we've learned that we've got to be more, uh, continue to be aggressive in our educating people to understand. Mm -hmm. Because right now we have a devastating epidemic in West Africa, and Mm -hmm. we're having an epidemic of fear in the United States. So we've got to continue to try and educate people about what they need to or do not need to be afraid of. And so far, if there are no symptoms, there's no contagion. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. There you go. (laughs) Love it, though. Yeah. He's been, he's been, seriously, he's been on both sides of just about everything for more than the last year, for the, his whole career, as a matter of fact. I mean, is there anyone who has made a better living off of being wrong about everything <laughs> and on opposite so. sides of everything than this guy? No, I don't think so. I mean, our really weathermen don't. have a better track record than this guy, yet they're making candles that you can worship or whatever you know like i mean there are people that literally worship this guy yeah yep oh get it uh all right let me tell you about omega xl if you're in pain uh as i was with my with my elbow and the pain radiated down my arm and and made it so that i couldn't even pick anything up with my left arm and so uh i started taking omega xl and after about a week the pain started to uh to lessen after two weeks, it was completely gone. So I love this stuff. Whether uh, you have back, knee, or neck, or your shoulder, wherever the pain is, the, and the underlying cause is inflammation, Omega XL can definitely help you. It's backed by 35 years of clinical research. It attacks inflammation that causes your pain, and it essentially has an off switch to the inflammation, neutralizes the inflammation. Um, so that you won't have the painful stiff joints and muscles. This is life-changing stuff. It can make you feel so much better. Get out of pain. Let's get you started. When you order one Omega XL bottle, you'll get a second one for free. That's 
OmegaXL.com slash Pat. You buy one, you get one free. OmegaXL.com slash Pat or call 800-844-4888. You're listening to Pat Gray Unleashed. And some tweets. Uh, Carl Smith tweets. If I become less white, can I apply for those reparations? Interesting. I like loopholes. Interesting. From Todd Curtis. Question. If and when the powers that be say masks are no longer required, will the ones that have been sufficiently frightened enough and still wear them be called science deniers? Hmm. I don't don't know. You're asking me questions that... (laughs) situations haven't happened yet so i don't really know right but you know that for the rest of our existence there will be people in our society regardless of mandates or no mandates that will be wear a mask mask. absolutely everywhere you go yep we used to see that in asia all the time Hmm. remember that and and so it'll be like that i think people will just be continually wearing them Mm -hmm. uh i won't be among them however Data warning tweets, Governor Nome, the CDC has just mandated diving bells to protect us from COVID-19. Are you going to mandate that all your citizens of South Dakota purchase diving helmets? I've <laughs> <laughs> uh, sheen your hernia tweets, Pat. I believe ridiculosity is the correct term. The definition I uh, just made up is high velocity ridiculousness. And you're welcome. <laughs> Well, uh, both words, ridiculosity and the word you use, ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. Are both words? Uh, yeah, I looked it up. and uh, Ridiculosity is a word? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm Dr. Galakowicz. <clears throat> wow, okay. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Free exercise tweets. A high point of my morning, the Keith meltdown. I- I'm sorry. I just... That happens every morning. The, wor- so. the, the, the news we hear and read yeah, on a daily basis... Is. It is hard to take. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, also, uh, from Tobin for Pope, after hearing Fauci say masks until 2022, <laughs> I just heard Pat break into song in my head. Oh. As soon as I saw the headline. <laughs> shut up, Fauci. Shut up. Fauci, shut up. Uh-huh. Uh, it's been a while, so. Yeah. The lyrics are very complex. I hope you can follow it. Here we go. Let's see what we got here. Socially relevant, though. <laughs> shut up, Fauci. Fauci, shut up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> shut up, Fauci. Fauci, shut up. Yeah. 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 There you go. And you're welcome. Well, it's complicated because I didn't know when to say right? yeah. Yeah, it's it's complex. I mean, that's but, uh, my fault. Worth it, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Did you see, Disney is now deeming the Muppets offensive. Oh no, no, no! Wait, no. See? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why I melt down, I, Pat. I know, I know, Keith. The Muppets, fictional hand puppets that have been. Entertaining children and adults since 1955 are suddenly offensive. Yeah. Disney released five seasons of the iconic The Muppet Show on Disney Plus streaming service on Friday. Viewers quickly noticed there is an offensive content disclaimer before the beloved sitcom (laughs) uh, with celebrated puppets like Kermit the Frog, 
Miss Piggy, Fozzie, Bear, and Gonzo. The disclaimer reads, This program includes negative depictions and or mistreatment of people or cultures. These stereotypes were wrong then, and they're wrong now. So then your question is, all right, well, why did you put them on your service then? Mm. Rather than remove this content, you didn't have it on there. You just put it on. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't have to remove it. It wasn't there. When you say it like that. (laughs) Rather than remove this content, we want to acknowledge its harmful impact, learn from it, and spark conversation to create a more inclusive future together. And to make more money for the mouse house. Wait, that's 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 in there? Last part added by Pat Gray. <laughs> Should be in there. So pathetic. Uh, Disney is committed to creating stories with inspirational and aspirational themes that reflect the rich diversity of the human experience around the globe. <laughs> okay. All righty. I mean, so the Muppets are now somehow offensive. I... I don't know why. Possible offensive content could be the the puppet named Animal. What? Objectifying and chasing women, <laughs> okay. they, they think. Also, the Swedish chef, and you don't want to offend the Swedes, right? Am I right? Speaks a <laughs> gibberish language that is widely interpreted as Swedish sounding. Okay. And that's wrong, of course. O- okay, but they're white, so get over it. Right? And Jeffy would say that, look, animal's not going to chase you around, woman, if you wouldn't run. <laughs> uh, the variety show featured celebrities, including a 1981 episode featuring legendary singer Johnny Cash. But get this. What? There was a Confederate flag in the background. No. Yeah. No, yeah. you can't be doing that. No, you cannot. No, you can't. <laughs> but again, we didn't want to remove it because uh, it wasn't there to remove. But we did want to put it on there so that you'll continue to uh, uh-huh. pay for our service. Yeah, I'm surprised. Huh. Now, I am stunned, and I get, mark my words, they will do this. They will reload that episode of Johnny Cash with the Confederate flag, and mm-hmm. there'll be like this blur that you'll think. What sponsor was right. were they covering up? Yes. It'll, yeah, they it'll will. It'll come back. It'll be blurred. Yep. There's also warning, uh, content warnings for Dumbo, Peter Pan, and the Aristocrats, to name a few. Negative depictions and mistreatment of people or cultures on all of those shows. <laughs> what Dumbo? What is people with big ears? This oh. may offend Barack Obama. We're sorry. Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I'll tell you. Uh, yeah. They're talking about these outrageous bills Texans are being charged for last week. Uh-huh. If I get some outrageously high bill after my electricity was off half the time last week for four days. Uh, it's not going to be a pleasant conversation with whoever answers the phone at the power company. It's not going to be. It's not going to go well. Well, good luck getting someone. Go. That's probably on the true. Line. You probably have better luck trying to get uh, Rolling Stones concert tickets when they're released. Are, wait, are they going on the road again? No, that was just a oh, okay. generic. Just a exam. generic. Yeah, when you call in, you know, <laughs> okay. busy signal. Got my hopes master. all up that the Stones were going to yeah. do another wheelchair tour. But <laughs> Still wheelchair? Not. Yeah. Tour? Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, but remember the days when you would call and just be a busy mm-hmm. signal at 9 a.m.? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you're going to get at the power company. Yeah, there's going to be so many hacked off people that uh, it will be hard to get a hold of them. Uh, but yeah, they're, I mean, we're hearing 5,600. This is for the week, not for a month. Okay, when you shut off my power every hour, Mm -hmm. so my pipes freeze and explode and run down my wall. Now I'm going to have to pay you five grand for that? No, I'm sorry, no. I'm not doing that. I've already determined I'm going to go back and find my most expensive electric bill over the last nine years in that house, which is 300 and something bucks. And that's what I'm paying. That's what I'm sending back. Mm-hmm. And if I'm delinquent, okay. uh, uh, twenty nine thousand seven hundred bucks. Oh well. Okay. okay well, yeah. what are you going to do? Shut off my. P- oh wait, no. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they will. Okay. Yes, they will. We've <laughs> yeah, seen they that. have good practice at that. Jeez. But this is, I mean, this is going to get really ugly really fast. And, it is. Yeah, it is. And in ERCOT being the uh, non for profit, I realize the electric companies that provide the electricity are for profit. But uh, this is going to be time to to exercise that not for profit status. Mm-hmm. You got some write offs coming, I'm afraid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Take it up with the federal government, who wouldn't let you power up and at, yes. at the cheaper rate. Exactly. That's what this this is a lawsuit between Texas and the federal government, not us and the electric company. Because sure. if you missed it earlier in the Pat Gray Unleashed program, we've talked about how the higher rate is because Texas is able to power up. And fill the need for a week like last week. We can do that. Yeah, everybody's disparaging our grid now. They chose to go it alone, and now they're suffering the consequences. No, that's not what happened. Yeah, we chose to go it alone. We have more electricity, more resources, and use more than any other state in the union. And we can, we can fill the need when it becomes extreme like last week. So, but they have to go to the federal government. They have to go to Big Brother and say, please, may I, may I increase my power output so that my citizens can stay alive in the dangerous cold? Ah, uh, no, you can't. Not unless you charge them $1,500 per kilowatt hour. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Well, then, okay, you can't increase your, your capacity. And that's what happened. They were told No. By the Department of Energy. <laughs> so don't tell me it's Texas's terrible decision to go it alone. Uh, it's it's asinine and it's unbelievable that that story's not being told. You won't see that on CNN. They'll never admit that Texas has the capacity and asked to use it Just last week, and it. we're told no. That's a lack of leadership by Greg Abbott. It's terrible. Do Just it, do it, man. What are you talking yeah. about? Don't ask for permission. Just do it. Go the Nike way. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got these tweets. Uh, Jay Kiefer tweets. Can I deduct on on my taxes the cost of masks? Hmm. You know what? That's actually a pretty good question. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder. Since they're mandated, should be able to, right? Yeah. I don't know that it adds up to an awful lot, but... By the way, can we stop with the masks dangling from your rearview mirror in the cars? I can't take it. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I can't. Bring back the fuzzy dice. Because I can't take the mask. <clears throat> Look at me, everybody! I'm showing you that I care! Well, they might be doing that so that it doesn't touch any surface. Oh, is that what it is? I think so. I've done that before. Oh, okay. 
although I'm too embarrassed to let it dangle, and so I stopped doing it and just put it in my <laughs> glove compartment. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. And then I think, eh, whatever. I'll just inhale the germs. <laughs> uh, tip over and capsize tweets objectifying and chasing women. How long until Cheers is canceled because of Sam Malone? Don't give them any ideas. I was just thinking the other day, I need a yeah. Cheers binge. Uh, Scott Howard tweets, speaking of ridiculous warning labels, the Andy Griffith show on Amazon has a warning label for violence. That's true. I've seen that. Yes, that's absolutely accurate. Are you kidding me? A couple of your viewers. He wouldn't even wear a gun. That's how opposed he was to violence. That's true. He always had to load it and yeah. get it ready before he went out to take care of some he, bootleg or something. He didn't even wear a gun. That's a good point. That's amazing. Okay, violence. So ridiculous. Hey. What a world. What a world. I mean, could you even... You just stop and and you have to wonder sometimes. It's just the awe-ness. The awe-inspiringness. <laughs> I bet awe-inspiringness is not a word. Not Googling it. No. So, hold on. Is there sexual warnings on, like, a, a drag queen... Um, I uh, doubt run, it. ...runway show or whatever? No way. No uh, way somebody let us that. know. They would not do that, I'll but, bet you. But Andy Griffith, okay, that's... Yeah, violence. That's, May contain violence. That's shocking to children. Which is which consists of Barney Fife nearly shooting his foot off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's over, man. Wow. All right, 888-900-3393. Uh, a Biden advisor, one of, the co- one of his COVID advisors, was talking about California and Florida and trying to explain why the numbers, despite the different... Uh, despite the the different rules in each state and and the different handling of COVID nineteen, the numbers are fairly similar. Mm. And a Biden advisor was hard pressed to figure it out. I want to start with what we just saw. Contrast states like Florida and California. Um, California mm-hmm. basically in lockdown, and their numbers aren't that different from Florida. Hmm. Well, good morning, Stephanie. Uh, look, good so morning, Andy. This. <laughs> virus that we Uh think we understand that we think we can predict that's just beyond a little bit beyond our explanation what we do know Mm. is that Mm -hmm. the more careful people are the more they mask and social distance and the quicker we vaccinate well that's not true it goes away and the less it spreads positive no because of the different ways of being handled in california which is handling it the way you're talking about and florida which is not what you just said doesn't make any sense andy (laughs) <laughs> Can we err on the side of freedom, please? No. Oh. No, you may not. Let's see what else he had to say. Are they masks and social distance? And the quicker we vaccinate, the quicker it goes away and the less it spreads. Mm-hmm. But we have got to get better visibility into variants. Mm-hmm. We don't know what role they play. Right. Um, large events, etc. Sure. But the, you know, this is a, as we all have learned by this time, this mm-hmm. is a virus that continues to surprise us. Mm-hmm. Surprises um, it's us very a hard lot. To predict. <laughs> hard to and, predict. You know, hard. all around the country. That's why following the science job. is I hard. Think, I think we are, but we're not done yet. But what does that huh. look like? Because people are fatigued by this. Thank they you. They want to send their kids back to school. They want to go back yes. to work. They don't want to lose their businesses. Right. And they're saying they simply aren't getting clear guidance. How about yeah. that? Well, look, I think we've been through a year, host. if I might, when over the last year, when the 
end of the pandemic was just around the corner, just around the corner, just around the corner. Right. And that is fatiguing because people feel sure like, okay, is. maybe I can hold out for another week or another week or what have you. I think what President Biden is communicating is it's still a marathon. Mm. There are still challenges. Mm -hmm. We all we all wish it was over. And so mm -hmm. we need to orchestrate this together. Number one, we need Congress to pass the American Rescue Plan, as you pointed out in your in your coverage. Um, we can't get through this and Americans can't get through this without the support of their country. Although I'll keep my social distance British world needs a hug Until we find a vaccination There's no substitute for love Love yourself and love your neighbor Friend, neighbor, and your friend Anytime we love the stranger We're just afraid you ain't made yet It's beautiful No, it's not no, it really isn't. It really isn't. <laughs> By the way, um, he's talking about avoid large crowds, right? Yeah. And you remember, we just talked about Florida being uh, doing just as well as California, according to the MSC, MSNBC report. Right. Um, so over two weeks ago, they had a thing called the Super Bowl in, in, in Tampa. A Super it's a, Bowl. Well, I, I'm, like, the big game. It's called the big game. Uh -huh. I, I, I misspoke there. And it involved the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All sorts of parties and stuff. Uh -huh, the hometown uh -huh. team in there and stuff. Seems like 25,000 people right, showed up. Right, 15 days mm -hmm. ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, so the spikes in the Tampa area of COVID have not occurred. Right. So. so yeah, they, in fact, they, found, they did a study. And they found that in the NFL and the CFL, the crowds that gathered when they did, because a lot of them... Uh, a lot of teams didn't didn't allow fans to show up, but for the fans that showed up in the cities that allowed it, ah, uh, there was no spread of COVID nineteen. They found no spread of COVID nineteen. I wonder why. Could that be because they're in the outdoors and mm. uh, they it just it it's not a big problem when you're outside. Um, and the thing in Florida, they're not wearing masks. At right. These, oh, at that's these right. Parties and stuff. <laughs> that's right. So take and every your... CNN was having a conniption because of the people that were outside without masks. We're, no, we're in a store. I want you to look at this. Remember that? that oh, yeah. oh, oh, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was Shep a grocery Smith. store. Yeah. Shep. So, so, so right. the national media descended onto Florida and put them under a microscope for a couple of weeks before the Super Bowl. Right. And this lady went to a a, a grocery store. Oh my gosh! Look at this, Shep. Look at this. Or no, or Shep. They were, they were playing a news report, and and Shep was just freaking out about nobody's wearing masks. He was scared because it doesn't matter, man. It doesn't change a thing. Crazy, it's crazy. Uh, all right, let me tell you about Rough Greens. I've uh, been talking about this for quite a while now. Rough Greens is a pow uh, powder that you sprinkle over your dog's food. It's really simple. But with that simple act, you're providing your dog with essential vitamins and minerals and probiotics and omega oils. Basically, everything your dog needs <clears throat> to be happier and healthier and more active. Most dogs like mine, like Glenn's, Stu's, love this stuff right out of the gate. Um, it, even picky dogs who uh, generally don't eat their food uh, very well literally wolf it down as soon as their owner sprinkles uh, on the rough greens. My dog won't eat her food without it. <laughs> and so uh, they love this stuff, and it's great, but I guess I apparently once in a while it takes your dog a little bit longer to get used to rough greens. So the first thing we want to see is if your dog will eat it. 
So now you can get a free bag of Rough Greens for your dog to try out. All you do is pay for the shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com and check this out. R-U-F-F-Greens.com. That's roughgreens.com or call 833-ROUGH-DOG. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right. Uh, President Biden had some interesting things to say about uh, COVID, taking care of COVID, and then actually brought up the cancer situation as well over the weekend. Here's what he said. This is a case of life and death. We're talking about uh, people's lives. Oh, right, people's lives. I want want you to know that once we beat COVID, once we beat COVID, we're going to do everything we can to end cancer as we know it. Now, okay. Uh, so COVID-19 mm-hmm. is the priority right. over the killer cancer. Yeah. And, huh. and, and All right. don't forget, it's the COVID. He the COVID. Once we beat the COVID. The COVID. Sure sign of your old is uh, putting the in front of... <laughs> Yes. Something. My dad used to say, I'm going to the Walmart. (laughs) Or no, actually, my dad would go for the uh, double. He'd go, I'm going to the Walmarts. (laughs) All right. So that's a... That's interesting. So so if he had said the COVIDs, Mm-hmm. Then, then it would have been a red flag. But he just said, "If I ever start adding the in uh-huh. places where it doesn't belong, uh-huh. slap me silly because I don't yeah. want to." And do you that. can do it if you're trying to be funny right. or haha, like the internet's right. Because yeah, George Bush said that you're trying right. to be funny. <laughs> uh, well, here's what he promised. I don't know before he was elected. Okay. If I'm elected president, you're going to see the single most important thing that changes America is we're going to cure cancer. Oh. Oh. And now, hmm. now he's got a qualifier for that, I see. Yeah. Well, after I take care of the COVID thing, okay, then I'll, <laughs> then I'll cure cancer. And I've heard COVID is going to be a part of our lives forever. So does that get him off the hook now, and that he's updated his promise about hmm. curing cancer? Yeah, so if we don't cure COVID, he can just not go ahead and cure cancer because we haven't <laughs> taken care of COVID yet. This guy. It's perfect. It's perfect for him. Oh, man. 888-933-93. Also, there was something amazing that happened in Denver. There was a flight from Denver to uh, Honolulu over the weekend that went terribly wrong very quickly. It had just taken off from the Denver airport. You Mm. got a bunch of people going to Hawaii on vacation or going back home to Hawaii or whatever. And then all of a sudden, they hear an explosion and stuff, debris is raining down on the city below. Yeah, the image of the engine on fire is so terrifying. Yeah, look at this. Uh, this is pretty amazing. Oh, can you imagine looking out look your window that. and seeing that? And oh. they were just calmly recording it. The person who took this shot said, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of people on the right side of the plane that saw it. And nobody screamed. Wow, really? I, I understand there was also prayer like a big group prayer on that plane, too. Oh, really? That's cool. I thought that was illegal. I mean, this is a federal <laughs> airway, and you're daring to pray for your life? What are How you dare right? you? How dare you? Apparently, it worked. Mm-hmm. And that pilot should get some sort of medal for getting him back down safely. That's yeah. amazing. There were 231 passengers and 10 crew people. So that's 241 people who are alive today, uh, even though the plane, one of the engines basically exploded. And rained down 
uh, on parts of Colorado below it. Yeah, there, there was. Uh, really look at this. Park. They're at a park here. And just hey, you, and you see the stuff coming down, the debris. So that she oh, hit by something. Look at that. Oh my. Yeah, the kid's right. The sky is literally falling. Are these? Wow. Oh my god. Oh. Landing and stuff. Oh my gosh. Hey. Yeah, some heavy things are falling now. now here comes. Yeah, Jay, why don't we get going? Here comes a sad these part. Things are just falling. Yeah, a kid walks by wearing a mask at a park, but I digress. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not ingesting the plane parts yeah, at least, go. so that's good. <laughs> right. Where's Josie? That's a good point. Man. Yeah, yeah. But look, they can't. Holy it's the the clouds, you know, you don't see it until they're below the clouds. I don't know what it is. Yeah, that guy's smart. Get underneath that uh, roof. Mm-hmm. Gotta get the dog. Yeah. But yeah, can you imagine just a day at the park and all of a sudden, literally, the sky starts falling? Yeah, very weird. Now, that was just small um, pieces of debris. Let's see the big piece that almost hit a house. I mean, this is so close. Uh, there's a few things. Yeah, so oh, there's you can see it in the background there behind the, tra the, uh, the I, camper. I think that's the thing we just saw that was, you know, on fire. The, the ring around the engine yeah. lands literally just a couple of feet from this house. Uh, crazy. And they're home, too. Uh-huh. That could have been... Apparently, a truck was crushed by some of the falling debris, but nobody was in it, fortunately. So nobody on the ground or in the plane were hurt during wow. this. That's just incredible. It's a miracle. Boy, we needed that It's a story. miracle. Yeah, that's a great, Goodness. great story. Uh, also, another great story. People welcoming back Kamala Harris Aww. to her hometown. This was really heartening. Um they love her. They love her, man. There's just no denying it. Yeah, the first biggest... female vice president. Yeah, yep. And they showed up in droves. Here they are. Let's see what we got here. Look at that. There are three people there. Three. Wait, wait are you adding someone? I think that guy's a okay, cameraman. Okay, they have, right, there are two people there. Two people. I don't want to exaggerate. Right. It's, I mean, it's a look huge at crowd. You. Look at that. Biden-Harris 2020 sign, and the other guy's <laughs> waving at... <laughs> They love her, man. That was good. They love her in their, was home, that in her, her hometown. <laughs> I mean, that was pathetic. Welcome back, Kamala. So excited to see her. That's just great, isn't it? Uh, it does your heart. They good. were probably excited that she left. <laughs> and they're like, oh, crap. She's coming back. Should we maybe go out and wave or something? Ugh. Her parents thought, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Her parents, that's and all. That's so, the only people that showed up. And so they did. So <laughs> pathetic. <sighs> but but it. more people um, in the country voted for the Biden-Harris ticket. Than anybody in the history in the of the world. History. I'm just repeating a fact, Pat. Right. 81 million people. And look at how excited they still are. Still are. Because. So... There it oh, is. Look at, look at that. Look at, look that. at that. You can't control that crowd. <laughs> so hold on. You got the cameraman. You got yeah. the person holding this camera for us. Uh-huh. You got, you got as many camera operators as you do crowd <laughs> attendees there. Good night. How embarrassing. Oh, that's amazing. Just just amazing for, for a, uh, I don't know, a vice president who is so popular. Mm-hmm. She was part of a ticket where 
They got the most votes in the history yeah. of the world. And then when you see huh. anecdotal evidence such as that crowd size, it's pretty obvious that that's true. Right. <clears throat> exactly right. Uh, also, I love this story. At the University of Washington, students want to cancel um, George Washington. Uh <laughs> Wait, the guy the school's named after? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy the school's named after. The guy the state is named after. Uh, They're pissed off that they've made these demands, and so far the president of the university has not acted on them, so now they say, we've had enough. Oh, no. Thus, black students will work together with faculty, allies, and local activists to ensure that our demands are met. And here are the demands. All right, here we go. Break all ties with SPD, the Seattle Police Department, both formal and informal in the form of contacts, agreements, and arrangements. We suggest taking the following steps. Immediately stop handing over people detained by UW police uh, to SPD custody. Stop using Seattle police to respond to public safety needs, including referrals for welfare checks under the Safe Campus program. And stop using Seattle police for additional security for any events, including sporting events, concerts, and ceremonies. Okay? Just no ties with Seattle Police Department. I think that'll work out really well for these students. I do. Disarm and... Okay, so no Seattle police. Okay. But also disarm and divest from UWPD. So we don't even want the student police involved That's in anything. I was going to ask. Not even campus police? Not even campus police. <laughs> nope. Sorry. Number three, allocate funds to black RSOs and the American Ethnic Studies Department. That's another good, good idea. Hire more black faculty. Okay, it's only 1% black faculty. I think that's reasonable. Do that. Uh, number five, increase the diversity credit requirement and make African studies a major. Because those are always so good and so pro-American. In demand, too. When, oh, sure. when, you, when you get that diploma and you get your yeah. African yeah, studies yeah. You can degree. do a lot with that. Uh, number six, remove statues of racist figures like George Washington in particular, <laughs> who symbolizes a man who owned over 300 black slaves and profited from their labor. Uh, you know the university's named after him, right? You, you understand that, right? And the state that you live in is named after. Well, we want to change well. that too. Uh, they will. Watch them. Oh. Man.